Guys, this is going to be the best episode we have ever done. Woo! Why? Because it's about all Game of Thrones, y'all. Yeah, you heard him. <laughs> they heard me. <laughs> um, Guys, we are doing a special episode this week. This is totally outside of our regular program. Mm-hmm. We are, we are going to talk a full, in-depth thoughts, feelings, analysis of the sixth season of Game of Thrones. As you all know, we have been holding back yep. on the podcast, basically just saying, oh my god, and I love it, and that's, that's it. All. And when, John, it was like, probably like episode six, when when I text you, like, we have to just do an episode mm-hmm. about this season, right? Right. Yeah, like, it just, it got to the point where I had so many thoughts and feelings that I was like, we have to we were both like we have to do this episode because and this is especially special because you going into the season were thinking about not finishing game of thrones i can't even believe that was a real thought but it really was like, like you were not happy with i it. i was so disappointed with the last season that my 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 quote was actually before hello and do changed me because i decided to buckle in and <laughs> changed everybody <laughs> Even the people hasn't reached yet. Mm-hmm. Um, before before we started Hello and to do though, I was like, I'm gonna watch three episodes of the sixth season, and if I don't like it, I'm done with this show because I'm so frustrated. But Hello and to do, I decided okay, just because this is a partly nerdy podcast, I will watch the whole season. Then at least we're both on the same page. But I mean, it didn't even become an important thing because I Every wanted to keep watching it. it. Every episode crushed it. Yes. Need- Every episode. I feel like this is needless to say, but if you have not watched it, do not listen. Thank you, John. Or if you don't care, Thank you can you. listen if you want, but we are literally going to talk about everything in this Yeah, season. we really don't care. So if we get any hate mail for this, we that is you. not our fault. This isn't even John coming out on a real Tuesday. Good. So, like, anything can happen. <laughs> Coming out on a Tuesday. All right. But it's not. So, that's your warning. We're good, then. Yeah. So, where do we even we start? We can start. Where do we start? Here's the thing. It just ended, I just, like, la- I think it was last week. I was in New Zealand. last week. I watched it in the camper van, and I was literally like, no, no, wh- no, no, no. This is amazing! Yeah. Episode 10. Yeah, that... Has been the only episode where I couldn't... I, like, literally could not predict anything that happened. Yeah. Like, none of what happened was in my frame of mind at all. No. And typically, like, especially because I read the books, the books that are out. There's five out. I read all those, so I knew at least up through season five what was going to happen. And then season six is past the books... So yep. George R. 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 Martin has not put out the sixth book yet. So it's all new material for everyone. Um, but even then, you kind of have an idea of where things are going to go. But then episode 10 comes along and you're just like, Poof. like, well, here's something that here's something that I thought about the predictability of the show or knowing what was going to happen was I was like thinking about it from a book reader's perspective. I was like, this is the first season where they don't they don't know exactly what's going to happen but then like if you just take the books outside of the equation 
this season in general, like taking out the idea of like people know the source material has been so hard to like, you can't gauge it because so much stuff has just been, oh, this, oh, that. And episode 10, especially, it was, yeah. it was incredible. It's been amazing. Really, it has. And it, it really has. Yeah. Um, yeah. Where do you want to start? Um, I don't know. We can go, we can go with any thought. I'll, I'll go first, I guess. Okay. So something huge, like I was really thinking about the themes of this season and something huge about this season was that it showed us that eventually change does happen. Like so much of the show, there is not a lot of change in the world. There's not a lot of change for the characters. Like a lot of them are stuck in their worlds. Um, a lot of them are stuck. Uh, like, for example... Uh, Daenerys, Daenerys cannot seem to get across the sea for several episodes. She's just getting closer and closer. Setback happens closer and closer. Loses ships closer, closer. Riots in the cities. Like she can't, she can't get there. Um, Jon Snow is he's basically contained to the Night's Watch for the majority of the show. Like, and nothing is happening. And as an audience, you know he's meant for so much, and he's just well, not getting anywhere. Yeah. And like with San the, with the Night's Watch, like if you leave the Night's Watch, they will kill you. Like you just can't even leave. Exactly. So it's like, and I, I I'm really excited to talk about that yeah. as well because that's a because really powerful theme um, that moment has been in this season. Which yeah, is rebirth. Yeah, and resurrection. <laughs> it is. It is. Um, and then uh, another good example is Sansa just cannot seem to catch a Ooh. break. You know, like it's just she's like nothing changes for her like the world crushes her yeah but this season saw things like happen where people finally so got somewhere and and sansa like to continue off that example like sansa finally gets power she is empowered she yep. finally comes into a place where she has learned so much and she has changed so much and she can actually do things like the world allows it of her and she actually acts with it you know like it's not just she's been waiting it's not only and like observing and now yeah. she's like stepping up the podium and she's like i am here and i am ready and i i really i really like the moment when when she goes to talk to Littlefinger, uh because she knows that they're not going to have they're not going to have the army to defeat the boltons like they're mm -hmm. going to kill themselves it's going to be a lost cause um and she goes and talks to Littlefinger, knowing everything that he's done to her like he's the reason she ends up with ramsey bolton mm -hmm. it's he that that bastard got her in his arms and ruined ruined her life again for like the 30th time by the time she ends up with ramsey and she takes it into her own hands and she acts on her own with with the power that the circumstances have given to her and just a really a really another important part of that is whenever she finally meets back up with john she like her connection to john was bitter and un unimportant and she's like come so full circle that like she's so appreciative of the stark name of the people that she knows of the people that she loves and and you just see, you really see that in the way that she acts, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, the second theme is just the whole rebirth thing. I mean, going into season six, Jon Snow was dead. 
And they did this whole mm-hmm. thing where they're like, no, Jon Snow is dead, everyone. He's not coming back. And we were all like, uh-huh. Okay, HBO. And then... And coming back to life was so good. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> I think it was episode two he came back. Um, End of episode and, two, yeah. Um, even though we all knew it was going to happen, I was so excited to see him wake up and just going mm-hmm. with that whole like story element with the uh, red woman. Um, I don't even know how to say her name. It's like Melisandre or something. Miss Melisandre. She yeah. was so broken after, uh, you know, Stannis was defeated and, you know, her Lord of light had told her that Stannis was going to be, you know, this prevailer. He was going to win the war and then he dies and she's so completely broken. Um, yeah. That, like her story going in they're like, you know, just try to bring John back, you know, use this Lord of light that you supposedly, you know, talk to and bring him back. And, you know, she's going in, she doesn't believe in herself. She doesn't believe mm-hmm. it's going to happen. And even like in the episode, she does it and nothing happens. And they, she like walks out and then he comes back and you're just like, yes, queen. It's yeah. It's, it's the way that they totally did it because by going at it with that angle, it just had so much drama to it. It wasn't like she, she didn't just walk in there and she was like, let's see if we can wake him up. And then she failed. It was like, she, she brought so much emotion into that scene and it's, one of the strongest themes in the show was her like doubt in her religion at the beginning of the that was show. All it was that so, she had, and it was taken away from her. Yeah, and one of it my was so powerful. And my favorite, but, probably one of my favorite like scenes is when she's asking him like, "What did you see when you died?" And he was like, "I saw yeah. nothing." Yeah, and I just feel like the implications of that are very interesting with this whole because there's so many religions yeah. in this show that like it's just it was well, so interesting that there's like this yeah. non-existent side to it all as well and there's and there's always been a lot of religions in the show but this season especially exemplified the power of religion on society the power in the in the human right. spirit like what it does to you like like when when you put all of your your eggs into that basket you watch it break Melisandre you watch it you watch it break Tomlin at the end of the show too like he is he's totally sold out to the seven gods at the end and you uh-huh. get to watch the way that that transforms King's Landing and everything is quickly changing because of the power of religion and and then the religion the the foundation falls out from under it and Tomlin kills himself like that's Tommen. That is Tommen. Not, not Chris Tomlin. Tomlin. <laughs> well, definitely not Chris Tomlin, but maybe King Tomlin. Tommen. Tommen. Tommen kills himself. And there's so many moments like that in the show where it's like people, people, or at least in this season, people like lean into th- their faiths and then it falls out from under them. Yeah. Like um, Ian McShane's character. He starts this whole oh, yeah, peace movement. Sorry, I just had a realization. No, no, they didn't. They didn't, yeah. Well, everyone gets killed. Everyone yeah, dies. but there's... I was talking with people, and, like, ugh, there's a whole thing. If you want to finish your thought before I go into this, it's... Well, my, my only thought was, like, this is another example of the religion in this yeah. uh, season. Like, he starts this whole peace movement, and because of religion he dies and melisandra because of her religion the princess with the scarred face dies like the religion 
kills people and you you really watch the repercussions of it in this mm-hmm. in this season like it's it's really powerful and it was like such a a beautiful theme because it sort of it took the philosophy of the show in a different direction by saying like people are looking for something to believe in and it's acting it causes you to act in a certain way when you chase after something that something as crazy as faith but what's your what's your thought with Ian McShane's storyline well do you know about Lady Stoneheart? Uh, sounds familiar. Do you want me to tell you? It's a thing in the book uh, that they have not brought in. And I'm fine with you telling me. Okay, because it's a big thing. Let's get some speculation. Well, it's a big thing, and I don't want to ruin it for you. Mm, but It's fine. But I, honestly, at this point, we don't know if it's even going to be happening. So anyways, in the book, there is this woman character called Lady Stoneheart who hangs her like when we meet her she's like hanging the phrase or someone or whatever and um so the thing is there were so many like elements of lady stoneheart in this season and they kept bringing up like these elements a lot of people were hanged um Mm -hmm. there were other things that kind of went along with like in the book when she met certain characters but lady stoneheart is catelyn stark brought back from the dead oh you've told me this before oh okay so sorry if you guys didn't want to know that but in the book that is who she is and she's like relentless and she's like killing people and um they don't think they're gonna bring it in well here's the thing i didn't either but then in the past it was like i think episode eight or they kept bringing up catelyn stark's name and they kept and there were so many elements of like of like how her character came back in like Brienne, like Brienne was on a boat when she met her, or something like that, and her and Podrick like went off on a boat in their last scene. Yeah, there's just yeah, yeah, so yeah. many elements that like, it's kind of like we thought she was gonna come in at like at the end of one of these last episodes, and she never did. And so like at this point, I don't know if they're gonna do You're it. You're right, but I hope that they I... do because it's such an awesome thing that happens in the book. Um, and. Honestly, it, like they've done the resurrection thing in the show, so I don't see why they wouldn't use this sweet, you know. It's part just of about the story. whether it works for where they're going or not, right? And I'm sure that they've condensed it a lot because you know there's two more books that are slated to come out, and they're only going to do 13 or 14 more episodes in the whole series. So mm-hmm. they've obviously condensed it, but um, I hope she comes in because uh, that would be so well, awesome the the little easter eggs that you're talking about those actually made me think that it will happen i was like well that's true well, that's there was a, a thinking, and so we kept there was a very interesting uh you know stress on those details yeah and there's i, I think it was episode nine no it would have probably been eight because the battle of the bastards there's like they come across um the eye patch guy don't they and there's like three people hanging anyways it's the hanging thing and she's with so. these people in the book like she's with these people that like um, hang people, and I'm pretty sure she's with the guy with the eye patch. It's been a while since I've read it. So you think that the hound might run into her? Uh, because the hound is with those people now, right? Is he? I guess yeah. Then he would. Um, but also that would Brienne work out really smoothly too. for them. So I don't know. I hope it happens. You know, you know what was really great about this season that had not happened in a long time was that it was hard to pick a favorite character this season, and that has not, that has not been the case in a long time. Right. But I was like, all of these characters are so good They're this so season. Strong. Like, 
Yeah, they were all so strong. Like, uh, Brienne especially just, I mean, she's always great, but she had a lot of, like, really good moments, and I was just like, God, she's so good. And, like, Sansa was another just really, like, there's just so many great moments. I, I thought it was really, I thought it was really interesting how Cersei is literally at her, like, ends rope for most of the season and you're like oh Cersei's screwed and then Cersei's like I'm fine at the very end like well and she's she just boom and that's always Cersei and in the, it's like they always convince you that Cersei's in trouble and she f- always figures a way out of it she always she's makes like the it. best villain ever and that she is and I was thinking about how like she rides the hate and the love line so well because you're like i hate cersei and then you're like oh she's so good like you shouldn't like her all of the time like it's well and here's the thing she had one redeeming quality throughout the series and that was her love for her children and now all of her children are dead so you know that now she's literally not holding back she has no one to protect it is just her and i mean you know at the end yeah at the end of the series she is on that throne She's in black. Like, it's just symbolism all over. Like, she's going to be ultimate, like... And I'm just going to do a side note already. Um, I was Mm -hmm. talking with my friends, and we were saying how, like, they've done a great job at, like, killing off all of the the bad people now, except for now we just have Cersei and the White Walkers. You know, there's no, like, the... I was going to bring that up. Um... They've done a good job uh, of like it's very bringing intentional. people up. Yeah, and now it's like it's coming towards the end. Most of the villains have fallen away or died, and now we're just right. Well, the what that was really interesting because I didn't even think the High Sparrow would die in this season. I didn't either. But yeah, I w- that was really surprising. But when Ramsay died, I was like, they are clearing the field because. This is, it's not about the villains anymore. It's about all of the important people getting pitted mm-hmm. against each other. Like It's going back to the all throne. Of the, like all these people exactly. are heading towards the Seven Kingdoms and it's Ex- going to be exactly. a bat toll. And what, and what makes that even more special, I mean, like it's really, it's really important to have a villain, but what's going to make this really special is that it's not always going to be bad versus evil whenever it comes down to the games at the end. It's going to be like, all of these people want the same thing and you love all of them and you're yeah. going to watch all of them kill each other because that's what it comes down to at the end it's not it's not about um it's not about like the good guys defeating the bad guys like it it has been for every season but it's going to be different this time and you know Cersei is going to die like she's going to die because this whole i mean i'm guessing this show's been very unpredictable but this whole season was so much about breaking down the system and Cersei is a part of the system and Cersei will fall because well and there's the even prophecy and they even put it in the show so I mean that's true when she's a little girl yeah and they talk at least yeah. I don't think I don't know if in the, in the show they use the language that they did in the book but in the book the language is that um, it's like a Valerian word but it's the word for little brother that she'll get killed by her little brother <gasps> so or lit yeah so some people thought it could have been Tommen like uh, the youngest son but now that he's gone people think it's going to be Jamie that's going to be and so bad and you can totally see it because Jamie's pissed yeah Jamie is 
Jamie had a lot of good moments too, especially in whenever he goes to try to siege that uh, that castle. River there was Run. a lot of good Jamie stuff there. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I really enjoyed that scene where he was talking to the the captive the captive son. You know, because wasn't he? He was talking oh. about Catelyn. That that was that scene that you were talking about. I think Maybe. he's talking about Catelyn Stark. Yeah, and he's like, listen, there's there's something about you know killing killing family or there's something in there about that and yeah that makes sense because he was family of of that guy who was running the river run place yeah edmir um edmir yeah you're so good with the names well i read the books so it's, That's it's true. less it confusing to me lot. so yeah yeah i um let's see what else what i think what i really liked about this season two is that with a lot of the other seasons, it's like, oh my god, all of the good guys die. And then it's like, they don't stop killing the people that you like in this season, but they also, like, the the good is winning at a lot of moments, too. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like Madri dies, and Madri has to die, too, because oh she's a gosh. part of the system. But, but people No really one was like ready, Madri. though. That's the thing. No, it no was one so was ready for that Can we death? just talk about that scene for a second? Okay, so, <laughs> I, we just have to get it out of the way, because this is the scene I was, like, this whole, like, first 20 minutes of the 10th episode the fi- the finale of the season like it starts off with they're doing the trial for Cersei because Cersei was mm-hmm. put in like the sept for all of her bad deeds and she had essentially gotten out and now she like refused to go to her trial and Marjorie knows the implications of that she's like telling mm-hmm. um the, what, the, high his name? the high sparrow she's saying like she's being very intentional she knows the consequences of not coming Mm -hmm. and she's still not here we need to leave and it's like this full like room full of important people marjorie's there her brother loris was also on trial um their father i don't even know what his name is the high sparrow and then a bunch of other people um and then lancel who's a part of the um what do they call themselves? That brethren that just beats the hell out of everyone they want yeah, to. Yeah, it's like the High Sparrow, like, little people. You know, the posse. He, he leaves yeah. to go follow someone. And, um, oh, yeah, because Pycelle. Gets the out of him. <laughs> and because here's the thing, like, all the people that could testify against Cersei were being drawn out and killed. I mean, the people that could testify against her were Pycelle, um, and, that's, and he dies. <laughs> he gets stabbed by all those little kids. And then mm-hmm. Lancel, who she was um, having the affair with, he could also testify against her. And then, like, when he's down at the bottom of the sept, you know, he gets stabbed. And then he's crawling. Lancel having an affair with who? Cersei. In the first few seasons. Lancel? Oh, yeah. That was who, like... Yeah. He has, like, really long blonde hair in the earlier seasons. Oh my god, that was him? That was him. Yeah. Oh my god. I that literally didn't even set in until just now. Like I had no idea. Yeah. That makes so much sense. That's why yeah, that's... Who's the old man Ponsel? Is that his name? Pycelle, yeah. Pycelle. It was so crazy watching him die cuz he's literally been around since like the first episode. And his like you know? whole like backstory is very confusing to me cuz they kept showing like how he was faking his like old man walking and then never mm-hmm. did anything i think they were just showing that he's like full of lies essentially that's exactly but i i thought it would go somewhere because in the book i don't remember them doing that um 
but essentially I hated him. So I'm glad he's dead. But then there's like this whole thing of like the wildfire. Um, and you see Lancel like crawling towards this, you know, these two um, mm. puddles of green slime, which if you've watched the show, you'd know is wildfire. I think that's what it's called, right? I don't want to. Yeah, it's it's so cool too because like they just they have that siege episode in like season two where they use the wildfire yeah and literally just attack the hell out of King's Landing and then it's just sort of like a seeded detail that's gone for a long yes. time and then it pops up in this episode. Well, and we saw in um an earlier episode in the season when Bran like touched the yeah. tree and you saw like these ru- these barrels of green essentially <gasps> and that's and right. the explosion like you saw the explosion yeah you did you um, did. So just anyway, did not connect it. So Lancel's like crawling towards it, and it didn't even set into me then. Like I was like, "Yeah, that's wildfire." No, but you see like these two candles on the puddles, and they're just like that. They're slowly getting closer and closer, and then he gets there, and it lights up, and you see the green in his eyes, and then literally the biggest explosion ever, and everyone in it the was, sept dies. The whole it was so like even when it went off, I was like, "Oh my god, it's so much bigger than it seems like it was going to be." It was huge. It was amazing. <laughs> it like took out a portion of the city, like yeah. a large portion of the city, and anyone felt, that was you know, really important. And that's a huge thing with Cersei now because I kept asking my friends, like, you know, how does she even think that she can have the throne? I mean, she has no claim to it at all oh, before this episode yeah and yeah. I, mean, I would like to hear the show explain like how she has it but the thing is she's literally killed anyone that would have any say in the city and now she can literally just take it essentially like she took the throne and she's gonna do her thing and i'm so excited you know what you know what i just now thought about too in the first episode you watch her grieve her daughter's death mm-hmm. and they come so full circle with the last episode being Tommen's death and she's like, there are no more. I'm, I she am. She didn't even care. Like, now. you could just tell she was just like, of course. Like, I don't. Yeah, yeah, that was so like, interesting. Just burn him. Like, I'm, I'm through yeah. with all of these things. Like, yeah. And I think we should talk what? about Tom. I mean, I think it was just so powerful because he was looking, um, you know, at the city burning. And you just mm-hmm. see him, like, looking out the window. And then he takes off his crown. He leaves the frame. And they keep the frame on the window. And then, like, I don't know, five, ten seconds later, he comes back. Brilliant. And he just, like, falls out of the window. and It's brilliant. And it's just so cool because he – it was almost like a slap in the face to Cersei. Because he's like, you know, I'm not going to be used by you to do anything. And, you know, she's like, bye. And I respect him. Because <laughs> he, he would not I have made it. it. Well, he wouldn't have made it in this in this story, unfortunately. You know, he's too young no, and he has so little power, even though he was Plus, king. he was just, I mean, he put, like I was saying earlier, he put all of his all of his eggs in, in the religion at, at, by that point See, in the show. See, but here's the thing. And he's like, my wife's gone, the religion's gone, I hate my mother, But Goodbye. here's the thing, I don't even think he really cared about their religion, he just knew that if he did this, it would bring some sort of peace. And so I think he was just doing it as kind of like a... I don't think so. Well, I, I read an interview when I, he talked about it. I don't want to be that guy. Oh, really? Oh. But because I think they were asking him, like, you know, how much was he really into the religion? I think he was just saying, like, he knew that it would help Marjorie. He knew it would bring more peace than what they had. And so he was just kind of like, let's just do it. And it'll oh, be. Why would he say that? I just, it didn't it makes feel sense. that way. It felt like a young man just being pulled in a certain direction. And he was like. But I think he's smarter than we think. 
But I mean, at the same time, like when he when he bans trial by combat, like That's that amazing. just strikes me as someone who is like sold out on the religion. Like, yeah, you know what? This book does say that you're not supposed to do that, so we're not going to do it. Like, it doesn't feel like somebody just. I don't know. It felt like somebody being heavily manipulated and not understanding. Not like but a someone trial who by combat is still very brutal. And if he wanted to bring peace, I mean, the way to have more peace is to not allow combat. Right, but yeah, it just it really felt like a young man being manipulated. Not like I'm a, sure that's part of it. Someone who knew how to play the cards. I don't think it's not like an official thing of what they were saying. I, I think he exactly. was, it was just an interview that he was talking and they were asking about his final episode and. He just wanted his character to sound smarter than it was. That's all it is. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> he was like, yeah, he was pretty much the smartest guy on the show. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sure he was. <sighs> Sorry, that was a lot. I just really had to dissect that. Which? All of it? No, the first 20 minutes of uh, episode 10. Yeah. Because it, it was... No, it totally. really It's a game changer. Like, me and you talked about it. It's like a, just a game changer. Like, everything... It was a really strong now move. is like turned upside down. Everyone's in their zone. Arya's Would you say zone. that that was, as being a book reader, mm-hmm. that surprised you the most? Where you were like, yeah. okay, I mean, I, I don't know exactly what's coming, but I understand the show for the most part. And then you're like, oh my God. I, like that was. Literally, I was blown away. Literally. Yeah. By the wildfire. And <laughs> by the wildfire, exactly. Well, because here's yeah. the thing. With the Battle of the Bastards, it's a great episode, but the thing that bothered me about it is that it was exactly like when the Night's Watch was against the White Walkers and then Stannis' army comes in at the end. I just hated it. I hated that the fact that, you know, there was so much tension and then all of a sudden they just cop out with this army coming in. And they've done it before. The and army that was, from Littlefinger and Sansa. Yeah, and that was just my biggest thing. I was like, I, I like the tension. I like the fact that they were all going to die like that. I mean, I thought the consequence kind of fit, you know, Jon Snow's behavior, unfortunately. Um and mm-hmm. I just didn't like the cop-out. I thought it was a huge cop-out ending. Um, and I saw it coming, essentially. You know, I knew that they were going to do something like that, that someone was going to come in and save the day because Jon Snow can't die. He can't yet. No. Not yet, at least. I do like that part, though, where he's like, if I die, don't bring me back. I was like, oh, it's so epic. Well, and, like, and Sansa, she was like, you know, if we lose, I'm not going back there alive. And I was like, yes, girl. No, exactly. She's not the, doing The it. stakes... The stakes were so strong. Like, I, I agree with you. The tension was so tight. And, um, I mean, I agree with you. Episode 10 is, like, another level. Like, I loved episode 9. But episode 10 was just, it was a good Game of Thrones episode. Episode 9 is, like, a Lord of the Rings oh scene. Gosh. It's, like, it's a- amazing. But as far as being just a full-on game changer, 10 was, like, it was a slice of pie. You know, it was just, it was such a sweet sweet finish to the season the what i really appreciated about episode nine was that like there's so much to the battle like there's a very like there's a very like there's a path to it all like oh then they get here and then this happens and then that happens and it's all in one field do you mean that like it's very choreographed yeah but but not even just like a swordplay choreographed thing but like a uh, John is buried by the bodies. You have to climb up the mountain of bodies. Uh-huh. You know, you have to... Like, there's just... The, there was so many, like, great steps to it that made it a very interesting battle to watch. And I was like, Rickon. oh, and he's got to do We that. didn't talk about Rickon. Uh, that was a surprise, too. Um, Him killing Rickon? Yes. You knew it was going to happen. Like, when he's... 
when he's running, you're like, Rickon's a dead man. I know, but right? you... Well, yeah, but I mean, that whole I mean, scene I, I didn't really expect. I didn't expect no. Rickon to die, because... When you're in the scene, you don't think it's going to happen. No. And then and they don't, don't even show you the arrow that he shoots. No. They totally sneak up on it's you. so great. Where you're... Where he's like, oh, miss that one. And then he's like, keep running, keep running, keep running. Boom! And then he's down. Mm-hmm. He's done. And and John, John still has a lot to learn, I think, as a leader. Mm-hmm. But, and that was a really good example of it. Like, he totally, he totally just freaked out and you get it. But it's like, John, what are you doing? They've totally soloed you out. And it is more epic that way. But he did, you know, he did goof up. But one thing really great about John is that he's such a like realist about things that like he just he's a very I was trying to figure out when I was thinking about this doing this episode I was like I don't know how to say it exactly but John just he's very quick to know what he has to do in a lot of circumstances in like a this is wrong and this is right kind of way Mm -hmm. like it doesn't and sometimes it, it means he doesn't show mercy and and I think that's a really great element to his character. Like he's really quick to act in a lot of good ways, not only bad. Like, like he comes back to life and he kills those men. He's like, even Ollie. I can't. Yeah, and he's like, I, I just can't give you mercy. Like I know what's wrong and what's right. He kills them. Massandra, Masa- whatever her name is, saves his life, and he finds out that she murdered a child at the stake, and he's like, leave. Well, I'm not gonna have you here. See, but and he's like, yeah. I know what's good and I know what's right. Go. And uh, he's a lot like Ned, and I think I was gonna say exactly. like his dad, but then you know we eventually find out, think like that all the speculation and stuff were true about his. Yeah, parentage. that was a that was such a good but, season because it really tied Bran into his secrets, you know. Yeah, but in the book um, and kind of in the show, they start off with um, um, in the first book they start off with like a scene of Ned. Um, they confront a Night's Watch person that had. Um, uh, deserted because he saw White Walkers mm. and Ned mm-hmm. you know he understands but he still beheads the guy because he understands exactly. that you know yes there is room for mercy but then there's also you have to follow through and John was there Bran was there I mean all the boys were there and so I think that it just shows how much John is actually like Ned even though they're not technically father and son you know they're still related I think he took a lot from Ned's ruling or how he ruled the north and mm-hmm. um, cuz he's definitely not like Rhaegar cuz Rhaegar was a beast his real yeah. his real daddy um well what's and you get to you finally see John dressed like Ned in this season and it's such a powerful image because you're like John is meant for what he's in right now mm-hmm. like he and it's and coming back to that whole that whole idea John it's he's so interesting because he knows the rules but he he also breaks the rules like he he leaves the night's watch because he has to protect his home and he's a bastard and he's like no i'm leaving like i'm not tied to this place anymore well and here and you're like what a what a badass like he he knows the rules but he also like he's just he has his eye on a bigger prize like he screws up a lot but he is also like i need to go save winterfell Mm -hmm. what were you gonna say well, I think he was valid in leaving because technically he, they had to give their life for the Night's Watch, and he did give his life, exactly. and then he came back. So he, I feel like it's a clean exactly. slate. So he's like, bye. 
Well, and then that whole last season, you saw him pushed around so much. Mm-hmm. And this season, like every scene, he was like, "You're not going to push me around." Like, Which is even the if he wasn't of a like great leader, it was. And yeah, King. it totally it tore him down. And that's the whole rebirth thing you were talking about. Yeah. Like, we we watched all of the characters who could do good in this world like get torn to bits mm-hmm. in the last few seasons. And this was the season where it was like, the good will rise. Like, Daenerys, Daenerys rises above everything. Mm-hmm. John rises above everything. Sansa rises above everything. Arya rises above everything. Yeah. Like, it's finally time for redemption. And it was... And this is the... I can't think of another season that ends this optimistically. That's true. Like, the first season has a really optimistic... Well, bittersweet ending because you get to see Daenerys with the dragons. And it's like, oh, Daenerys has come through so much. She's going to be a queen. But you'll see Ned die. You know, like... Right. It's a very... It's not as optimistic as this. This is like, no, like good will rise, good will win, right. Another, um, another underdog who finally does like get some power back, is Theon. Like, he's finally free, and and he's so humble, but he also has to like sort of become who he's meant to be again, and it's. It's definitely not the same as Sansa, but it's it's very. I thought it was really touching as well. Yeah, um, he he's been like the strongest performance out of these like past he's... few seasons. Because coming from like the first few seasons when he's so arrogant and so cocky, and then like you see him so broken it's as Reek. Like it's the same man. Yeah, you can't even believe it. No, and like it's just in his eyes. Like he just gets that character so well. Um, at this, I mean, I I. I like this storyline, but it's definitely the one I care almost least about at this point is the Greyjoys. Um, That's fair. But I love, I loved like the whole thing with like um, his sister and them going to see Danny and they're asking for, yeah. I forget what they asked for. Um, well, they, they want to rule with her. I don't, I remember. think they want their land back. That's right. Yeah. They want their islands. And back. just the dialogue between the uh, sister and Danny, I just thought was so clever and it was just like female power. I loved it was it. strangely flirtatious, and I wasn't into that. I was like, Ugh. I was into it. Danny, I was like, Danny's not a lesbian. Well, it wasn't. I wasn't like that. It was weird. They were so flirty. They just got each other, which I thought was nice because Danny's usually so like serious. That was there too. Well, and that was after that scene. That scene was the first time that I liked Daenerys in this whole show. I was like, Oh my god, this is why people like you because she she is all these themes that we're talking about she just says it at that point in the show Mm -hmm. she's like we come from terrible fathers yeah we come from terrible places and we're gonna do better with what we have we're going to bring peace to the land we're going to be good rulers and i was like even if that's not true like that's what needs to happen right and that's and that was such a good moment like i agree with you that was really awesome yeah um when go for it i love when they get kicked out of their land like that that was so cool when theon and yara are just like uh-huh. oh we have to leave like it all happens so fast like that was another great moment in this season where it was like oh my god what's happening and it was and things just like flipped out like the tables were turned over and you were like oh whoa like this is it like those little bursts of events that was not in last season like just 
things just happen and then people have to figure things out really quickly like the whole world for characters like in their personal lives changes so fast like that you know yeah i really liked that stuff like uh another good example is like this is this is where you start in the show but daenerys is with the horseman again and you're just like whoa what's what's going on um but what i thought was interesting about all of that was that if this was the last season she would have stayed there the whole season like she would not have gotten away from it right but but because this season is the way it is she gets to get away and she gets to do other things in the storyline for this season and i was yeah i like they didn't I, that they didn't drag that on they just like no they didn't it felt like it lasted a really good amount of time yeah and i thought that they might keep her there the rest of the season and That's i was like i was worried about too yeah i was like goodness god knows we don't need that like that this show does not need you to be there this entire season nope that would have been awful um we could talk about aria or bran who do you want to talk about next let's talk about bran okay generally speaking the supernatural elements are just way off the charts in this season yes but going into talking about Bran that's why I said that but yeah. let's hear what you guys say well Bran's like one of my favorite characters I, th- I think I said that yes. before like I just whenever in the books I loved reading about him I love his whole storyline and this mm-hmm. season was like I mean he he was wasn't so juicy it was juicy at the beginning and then like he didn't get a whole lot of screen time and this but the screen time he had was very intense it was all good and yeah. like the whole thing with Hodor and that whole thing heartbreaking yeah. it was um I feel like there's not really much to say about Bran anymore. I'm, the fact, except, well, at least this season, um, really his visions were his main thing this season. Like he got to go back mm-hmm. and see what actually happened. A lot of it was just with Ned and um, him um, seeing his sister and figuring out that Jon Snow is actually his sister's child, not his. That's really the and main I love point that they... of him in the season this whole season he was like show the audience things that they've been waiting to hear about for the longest time you know like oh my god that's where the white walkers are from oh my god that's how hodar became hodar oh my god john is not a bastard you know well he might still be a bastard he is still a bastard i guess technically but but, but he's, he's not a targaryen bastard. which is very important well, actually we don't we don't know that for sure though right uh, we just no, we do we d- he's definitely a Targaryen. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, I guess there because there we see that the sister, doubts, but the sister was taken by Rhaegar Targaryen, and where is he? Whenever Bran's in that vision, though, like I don't know. Well, he's where a warrior. Is she? Where is Rhaegar? I have no idea. Um, because they didn't in the books. I mean, I'm we sh- haven't gotten there yet. They haven't confirmed any of that. Um, I'm sh- and I'm sure that he is, but I really like how that scene doesn't answer every question. You know, it's like, oh, that's John, and they don't even call it John. You just know, and it's just well. And people are saying that when she whispers, great power of the visual. That his name's not actually John; it's like some type of Targaryen name. Um, but the thing with the Targaryen mm. is, if he is a Targaryen, then he has the rightful claim to the Iron Throne because the Targaryens did, and then they were overtaken. So. That's all sort of arbitrary when you actually think about it, though. Yeah, it it's is. Because like, I guess once who? it's taken, then I guess you don't get it anymore. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. It's like, claim to the throne what? I don't... Who are you? Leave my... But people uh, then are also owner. speculating that Danny and John will end up being together. It's... Which I'm all which, for. 
I think everybody's all for it. And I hope that they don't pull a like, well, everybody predicted it, so we're not going to do it. Because it's like, even if I predict it, I want to watch it happen. Right. I, you know, I want to see that happen. Um, but I also, I think I was telling you this, like, I kind of want Danny to not be the type of person that has to settle for yeah, you a told marriage. Me. And I know you're in the other she, side because marriage brings power in this world. And she know Danny yeah. even says, like, she knows that if she marries someone of power, it helps her and helps build her army. Yeah. Um, I love that. I love that part where she's like... Um, yeah, I know, I know we're like a thing, but I'm going to need to go get married. <laughs> yeah. And I'm watching, I'm watching this scene and I'm like, she doesn't care at all. And then she walks out of the room and she tells Tyrion like it didn't even hurt. And I was like, I knew it. Like, that's why I don't think she care. will. I mean, I think that she's, that's a really good argument to say that she wouldn't. You're right. But I still think, I mean, she married that one guy. I don't remember how to say his name. His Dahar. And I mean, she did. Did she actually get married in the show? Daenerys? Yeah. He was one of, like, the... He died. I'm trying to think what his role was. He was with, like, the... Uh, I don't remember. The Second Sons? The Harpy? Maybe they didn't actually get married. In the book, they got married. I don't think... Yeah, I don't think they get married um, in the show. I'm trying to remember. He definitely, like, pledges himself to her, though. Yeah. Um, I, I, I vaguely remember this. Yeah, it wasn't... Thankfully, it didn't stick around, because it's not that great of a story. Um, <laughs> Maybe they did cut it out then. But yeah, I'm excited. That 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 I'm excited <laughs> as I stutter. That whole thing I'm excited to see. I just I'm excited to see who ends up getting the throne. I mean, it'll be very interesting, and I don't think it'll be who yeah. we think. Um, yeah. Because that would be. I almost be don't even want to like overthink it. Who's right. gonna and get it? That's why, it, like, you know? I keep seeing like different articles about like what could happen in season seven. And I'm like. At what point do we just need to like stop and stop speculating? It's the same with like stop Star and have Wars. Fun with it. Like where they're like yeah. Ray's parentage. It's like why don't we just like not think about it this much? Yeah. Well, and I love speculating, but this is what we're doing here. This is about as far as I go because I don't want right. to overthink it. I don't want to like. There's just so many. Theories. I want to be along for the ride. Yeah, I don't want to know all the theories. I already know enough. Yeah. I've looked. Unfortunately, I've already looked into a lot of it, but now I'm like, eh. Yeah, I. I, I know about as much as I want to know. Yeah. Like, for example, speculating about whether Catelyn Stark shows up or not. Right. Like, those are things, like, where I'm like, ooh, that's really interesting. I don't need to know. I don't need to know all of the details around that. And I don't need to know anything else beyond that. You know, like, that's about as far as I want to go. Right. And I think that's what made this season so great is that you didn't know what was going to happen. And I feel like we Nobody need to keep did. it like yeah. that. It makes it yeah. so much more better. Um, Something... Uh, you know, John was a lot like you were saying. John's a lot like Ned in this season. We get to see that, but also I saw a lot of like the way that Daenerys stepped up was the way that John had stepped up, and I was wondering Targaryen blood. If I was well, Targaryen blood is yes, but also like he's becoming somebody that Daenerys would respect. Oh yeah, when she meets him, because she's like, that's what I would do. I could marry you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, not necessarily marry him, but it's sort of like a they are building that that same person in John that they built in Daenerys. Well, and his army's growing. I mean, she wants an army, and John has. I mean, he has the wildlings. He now has the North people. So, I mean... Right. And even if they don't, like, end up together, we're going to see Daenerys and John lead their armies against the White Walkers. Like, that's going to be we're so probably, cool. You and I are going to be crying watching that. <laughs> it's just going to be, like... 
this is all that we wanted (laughs) this is so beautiful um oh speaking of daenerys and armies as well i love i love the brutality you see at the end of the season with the dragons because like i don't even i didn't even think that they could do what they did you know what i mean uh it was like okay it's a big deal to have a dragon it's a really big deal they totally knocked out an entire fleet like an entire fleet it was Mm -hmm. amazing my favorite i was just kind of i rewatched some of it um yesterday and my favorite is when she's standing with those three leaders and they're like we're here to talk Uh about your surrender and she's like oh i'm sorry we're not here to talk about my surrender we're here to talk about yours and then she's like bye yeah and and the dragon comes on a dragon (laughs) and they're like oh (laughs) i mean and then there's that part where they're like uh which one of you yada 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 and they're like him and then they kill the other two and i don't know like how they even thought they could win like they knew she had dragons yeah but what part of them is like oh yeah we're just gonna kill the dragon because they're like yeah maybe they were like me though where they were like a dragon schmagen it's like we can kill a dragon and maybe they hadn't actually seen the dragons yet but I don't think they had actually. Well, they see him now. But because do they have? Do they meet Daenerys before they show up that time? Had they shown up before? Uh, no, because I guess they met with Tyrion and. Uh... Right, they met with Tyrion. Yeah. So Dragon was missing, or Drago, Dra- Drago, Drogon, Drogon, Drogon's missing, and the other two dragons are not seen. Right. So they don't. Yeah, they don't. They don't know. Speaking of Tyrion, he had such a smaller role this season, but every time he's on screen, it's amazing. Like, it's like Bran, where you're like, ah, Tyrion, and then he's gone. Yeah, but I kind of liked it like that. I mean... he's It's in a place right now where he should have that kind of a role, so it was fine. And when she gives him the hand of the queen, you're just like, oh, oh so good. And it's so, it's, it's so, so like... Uh, it's uh, beautiful, and it's adorable because it's like... I, I think this is right. I don't know how to put it on you. And it's like, a, mm-hmm. it's just really tender. And I was and in the best way. And, and that's another one of those, like, um, a character seeing his redemption. Like Tyrion has been rebirthed. He's like coming back to a new place of power mm-hmm. better than ever respected, uh, feeling himself. I don't know. It's just like a, Yes, Tyrion is the hand of the king slash queen. Like that's where he belongs. That's it is. That's the type of person that he is, and that was really great. That that made me really happy too. Yes. I feel like the only yes, one left indeed. is Arya to talk about. And she had a very weird season. And also a season did, I did not think but not, I did not think that's where her character was gonna go. Me neither. Um you know, the whole point of her and going into like the seven face god place is that she loses her identity essentially you know they keep telling her like who are you and she has to say no one but i always right. wanted her to be aria and she always did too and so i'm happy that this season she's like yes i'm always gonna be aria sorry and now she's just like that was a great moment oh my gosh a girl is aria stark and just and you're like ah yes and that's and it's it's a part of this like it's a part of this like the Starks taking back their house thing the whole season mm-hmm. like putting putting the wolf flags or uh, banners yeah. back down John's back at his home Sansa's back at her home Arya is not no one it's and everyone the, else the, is dead their, their house isn't crushed anymore yeah and everyone's dead <laughs> that's it that's all there is 
Um, something, something that I don't like about the season. This is one thing that I don't like about the season. Uh-huh. Uh, and I know why they sacrificed it, but it's perfectly personified when Arya shows up at House Frey, and she's just like, "Boom, bitch!" takes off the mask, kills that that father of the the Frey house, Walder Frey. Walder Frey. And I'm I'm watching it, and I'm going, "How in God's name did she get there that fast?" Yeah. Like every other season i feel like has really captured the size of the world and in this season people got places so damn especially fast. in the last few episodes because like Varys went especially to the last uh, few episodes. See, well, he went to dorne yeah. and then all of a sudden he's like yeah I'm with dan and you're like wait a second <laughs> yeah you're like wait how did what huh, what how did you get there so fast like that's another good example jamie gets back home to cersei yes. when she's coronated so fast it's like but it's, wait he was just he was just down the road like way down the but road. i guess here's and the alternative would we rather have them waste time with that with their journey exactly because otherwise this that's is, probably how they condensed it so much so they're just like okay we're just gonna like you're back right and that's that's what i was gonna say like i know exactly why they they did that because this season is lean and mean like it moves it moves like a like a bat out of hell it's like things are happening it's intense it's dramatic you don't know what's going to happen and so good and they keep up the intensity because they're like well this character has to be there now so i know why they did it it's a really small complaint it's it's one of the it like they threw out they threw out some of the logic for emotion and fine by me they actually teach it they teach you that in film school oh that it's okay to do when you got when you got to pick yeah when you have to pick go emotion over logic oh that's interesting which is it is interesting isn't it (sighs) yeah so so i get it and i think that's really one of my only complaints with the season um yeah i don't coming coming back to the supernatural elements getting a lot heavier Mm -hmm. like like we said earlier you get to see the white walkers made um which i still don't but also it doesn't make a ton of sense no but it seems like a lot of things that they reveal they they're not fully explaining which is for the best yeah but so you get that but you also get the time traveling element which is mm-hmm. which is so rich and such a like what well, and, and they can you, do anything and... with it now i mean they can exactly. go and show any part of the story they can go i wonder if he can go to it the was future. a good piece i think he can because he had a that good vision piece of, to put uh, in there yeah because he had the vision of the wildfire so he must be able to do future stuff too so Unless like the Mad King did something with wildfire in the past, and that's what he saw, but well, there's no point to show it and connect it to the the season if you did that, you know. Right. Um, but th- then another element would be his uncle. Like I don't I don't know what what's going on there, but he's like Who's dead uncle? and not dead. The his uh, Bran's uncle. Oh, that right. saves him in the forest, where you're just you finally like get back to that character after like four seasons and you're like oh you're alive and then it's like oh you're you're not alive and then you don't fully know and i don't think you per se need to know but Uh -uh. it is like just building the supernatural feeling yeah of you see that you see the dragon stronger than you've ever seen them like it's very Mm -hmm. it's more spiritually not spiritual but uh supernaturally heavy it is more spiritually heavy too but and they, they just, they kept hinting at, like, things, especially in brands. Yeah. Like, there's one hinting that they did of the wall that's pretty exciting that I've heard a theory of that I don't really like. The, the what with the wall? There's a theory. Brand in the wall? There's a theory about something within the wall. Um, but, you know, 
It's one. If you want to know, I'll tell you. But I don't know if it's one of those things that you should just kind of like let it be, and then if it happens, it happens, and if not, maybe just let that one be. I think so. But it has it's to do with Fran. Fun. Uh, no, but it was in his storyline that they kind of like talked about the magic of the wall and what it's there to do, and so I don't know. Huh. I don't actually know if it'll magic be a of thing because, but we'll see. It's. A, I mean, it's a magical thing because I mean the White Walkers like can't go past it. There's some type of supernatural element that kept at least Benjen from Ooh, going over. Right. Um, like the dead cannot that's go right. through for some reason. But I guess the White Walkers but did, didn't they? They walked through there. Like, they must have. Oh, wait, yeah. no, not the White Walkers. The Wildlings did. But White yeah. Walkers have not yet. So they're going to have to break hmm. down that wall to reveal. Anyways. I didn't even think about that. Wall's that wall's coming but Yeah, down. they would have to. Eventually. Oh, my God. That's when that wall so falls, sad. it's going to be another, like just awestruck moment where it's mm-hmm. like oh my god yeah it's, that's gonna be good it's gonna be sad like it will but it's gonna be good this that just reminds me of like when when bran has to run from the white walkers it is it is so intense like that was such a good scene it was so good and they're like and in the tunnel and there's like crawling all they're like, just 360. crawling yeah like it and it looks so real i was like how do they do this it looks so good and and you i mean it was just terrifying because he literally does the vision and he sees the white walkers and the white walkers are there like they just show up there and you're like that's terrifying and he's not coming out of his vision it's terrifying mira literally has to like Mm -hmm. drag him Mm -hmm. and hodor i mean Mm -hmm. sweet sweet hodor you know now they got no one. He's that got that was such a good moment. It was. That was such a good moment when he's just like he just saves the day. He's just holding that door. He is holding the door. door. So like every episode has like a really solid ending. Mm-hmm. I just can't even. I just can't even. I feel pretty good about all we talked about. I don't really have anything else. Do you? No, I think that's I think that's everything that I had too. I'm we like crushed it. It's I'm almost just, an hour. Like I'm just so I'm just so I'm happy. I'm just so blown away. Yeah, and I only have to too. wait till April wait for the next season. <laughs> April. That's when it comes back. Year? Yeah, I was like, that's a year, John. That was sarcasm. You're, t- you're telling a joke. Yeah, I got it. Now. Sometimes I tell jokes, so I don't cry. Oh. Uh, Probably the same with a lot of the Game of Thrones characters. Yes. Tyrion. His joke-telling scene. Ian. <laughs> Ooh. Get it? Tears of crying. Anyways. Tyrion, my wine. Get it? Tyrion, my wine? No, I, I get it. Tyrion, my wine. Maybe if I keep yeah. saying it, you'll laugh. <laughs> Tyrion, my wine. I, I'm sorry, it's not funny. What's what's in your wine glass? Tyrion in my wine. <laughs> no, Tyrion my wine. <laughs> God damn. Okay, that one was funny. Thank you, thank you. Even if I had to screw it up for it to be funny. Yep. Got there. You got there. Always do. Sometimes. Anyways. I yeah, I'm good. We're good. I think um, we're good. Yeah. We hope that some people enjoyed this episode. I, Even if I don't they know don't, how this many was game... such a fun it episode. Really I don't know. We how... have a lot of Game of Thrones listeners. That's true. Like four. Yeah, right? Anna. 
Yeah, four plus, uh, or four including uh, my you sister and, I. and Jonathan are gonna listen. They've been rooting for this. Steph. So, yeah, they'll probably maybe they'll listen. Oh, maybe. I hope so. Okay. Yeah. But shout out to uh, my sister and brother-in-law. Hey. Hey. I watched Beth a lot Jonathan. of that. Well, did I tell you like what we do? Me and my sister and brother-in-law. Yeah. We like FaceTime and watch it together. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't get to do. We only did a few actually. Um this season unfortunately because i was gone and then just time things and i watch it like when it's on and sometimes they couldn't yeah i sorry i don't wait no i mean i i watched the season finale like six days after it came out you yeah. would have never waited for me oh no. yeah i was at the airport in la actually and he's like i'm about <laughs> to start i'm like wait a second you did not watch yet and this was on yeah friday. that is exactly what you this said this is friday this is Friday. That came out Sunday. What is wrong with you? What is life? Okay. Well, do we need to plug I'm everything excited for the, the next end? season. Me too. Always. Maybe the book will be out. Well, no. You think the book will be out by this this time next year? I hope so. You think he's almost done? I think so. There's two more books? I mean, that's what he said. He, there's two more that is, are supposed to come out. I don't know if he ends up. God, keep him alive. <laughs> I know. At least the shows, okay. though, it's crushing it. So, even if he does die, at least we got the show. Whoa, whoa, that was a little, that was a little far. John said. Everyone it, was thinking. I'm just saying. I don't think he's going to die, so it's fine. That's good. I'm crossing my fingers, everybody. Okay. We hope you guys enjoyed. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed. Um, that was fun special episode yeah all the glad we did all it. the hello to do things gmail.com twitter rate and subscribe share this episode Dude. specifically to all of your game of thrones friends if they like you know yeah that's about a good it. idea you know the other stuff people can probably you know give or take i mean we like yeah, it, but you know yeah. but game if of you thrones, like game of thrones you'll enjoy this it. episode yeah because we talk about all the things yeah so do that if um you want. if not that's yeah cool. The the email is hello and to do at gmail.com and the Twitter handle is at hello and to do. Righteous. 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 Okay. Okay. Peace out, my brothers and sisters. <laughs> uh, peace out and adieu. Adieu. <laughs>